You may be seated. Guess what? Surprise second sermon. Woo! I know you've been so excited about it. You've heard rumors that it might happen, and today's the day. Um, there's one more verse in here, and I didn't want us to miss it. In chapter 7, verse 12. I wasn't kidding. Um, but it's really short. So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets, the golden rule, right? We all know this one, and it's one that we can kind of bypass so quickly because like, oh, we've heard this. We imbue it in our kids, every school ground. Treat others the way you would want to be treated. But as I read this, if we were to truly understand God's grace for us and his deep love for us and his provision for us, wouldn't this look so much more for followers of him? I mean, this, if we were to fully radiate his love for others and to treat others the way we would want to be treated, we know what we deserve, and yet we know what Jesus paid and the price he paid and the life he offers us. The way we live this out should be so much more, and it should be so much more magnanimous, and it'd be so much more beautiful and so much more creative in all the ways. I love that last week, if you were here and heard the sermon on judgment that Zach talked about removing the plank from our own eye before We can see the speck in the others, and I think that's step one, to be able to treat others well. We have to understand our own brokenness, our own sin. We have to remove our own plank from our eye. We need to recognize our deep need for Jesus, and as a part of what we've done this morning, asking, seeking, knocking, relying on him, taking of the communion meal so that we can go and love others. We ask, seek, and knock, and God provides so that we can care for others. I think Jesus did something really creative in this command. You see, at the time, the laws and the rules were all owned by the professionals of the religious elite. All of it had been dictated by those around. The people were told how to do all these things, and there were a list of requirements. And all of a sudden, Jesus says, um, you don't need those anymore. If you listen to me and you, if you're a true follower of me, this is inside of you. Eventually, this would point to the Holy Spirit working within us, that he would be working in us in our gut We know how to treat others because we want to be treated the same way. He says, now go. And one of my favorite commentaries earlier, he said, be surprising in the way we love. Be surprising when people treat us wrong and how we respond. And in this, I love the word he says, go and be creative. I feel like Jesus is here saying, be creative. You are followers of me. You should be the most creative people in the world on how you love one another. You don't need anybody else to tell you to do it. Follow me and love well. And so he calls us to creative love and to care. So be creative. Who do you need to care and treat well? Who is the person that you need to treat and love extremely well? There's a good chance they're sitting next to you. There's a good chance you had something going on this week and you need to start there. There's a good chance they're not very far from you. They're in your house. They're in your immediate circle. Who is it that you need to love well? Are they in the car on the ride home? Are they at the store this afternoon? Is that your neighbor? Who is it in your life that you need to care for well? Because this is encompasses everyone. So be creative in your love for them. And don't forget who loved you first and model the most sacrificial love of all on the cross. Would you please stand and continue in worship with us? <laughs> 